Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello, wonderful ones. This week I'm talking to the brilliant, funny Esther Manito, fellow comedian, parent and dad misser at present. I've got no gigs now at the moment, um, but roughly once a week I'm doing an Instagram live with a former hoovering guest. I've had people on like Rosie Jones and Desiree Birch and Mark Watson. It's not every single week. I'm, I had a no-show to one of them, um, which is being rescheduled because my kid was having an enormous, really long, long meltdown. Um, so uh, they're, I, they're not sort of at the same time every week or anything like that. But if you make sure that you're following at the hoovering pod on Twitter and on Instagram, you'll find out when the next one's happening. And I'm rescheduling the one that I had to no-show to with the amazing Sophie. Hagen for sometime very soon. Also, I was on the news quiz last week, which is on BBC Sounds now, and I'm in a few other things on the box: The Trouble with Maggie Cole, which is on ITV Hub, and Trigonometry, which is a really interesting drama over on iPlayer. If you've got any spare dollar, I reckon give it to a food bank. Uh, if you've got even more spare dollar, the podcast is on Patreon. Go to Patreon, P A T 
H-O-O-V-E-R-E-O-N.com forward slash The Hoovering Pod. It's how you can support financially the podcast and me uh, in exchange for podcast related perks like guest recipes and totally exclusive content. And I'm updating all that stuff on there all the time. So Esther and I are both in our own homes hiding from our kids, eating things which our kids have made for us, um, which she has done a much more honest job of than me. When I do the podcast normally face-to-face, people are like, do you not want a selfie? And I'm like, no, couldn't give a fuck. (laughs) It's got to, what's the point of podcasting? I'm going to draw one now. I'm going to draw a picture of me and you. I'm I'm an absolutely shocking artist, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we um I did a quiz last night and there was a question in it about Frida Kahlo and um it was like finish this quote and it she said something like I don't paint something I'm painting dot 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 and um the answer was my own reality but lots of people answered lots of pictures of my own face and we were like <laughs> yeah maybe she like started the selfie actually the beginnings she, of the feminist selfie of Frida Kahlo's she, million self-portraits she really did she's basically mm. kicked off Instagram and TikTok that's what she did yeah. god yeah. Frida you'll be turning in your grave yeah I wonder if her estate has seen any of the financial benefits <laughs> of, of TikTok her, yeah, <laughs> I don't understand TikTok. I don't know why I keep bringing it up. I don't know what it is. I don't. Get I know. The yeah, I know. I'm. Um, I'm sort of teetering on the edge of a midlife crisis already from the fact that sort of <laughs> once a week I'll find scribbled in my paper diary that I still have. Look up TikTok. Do you write that? Down? Just, <laughs> Look yeah. up TikTok. Right. I feel. Look, I just. Need, I know. I need to spend. I. You know. At one point early in lockdown, I was like, right, you got half an hour. Have a look at Twitch. You know, <laughs> no, t- I don't understand all of them, and all technology that I'm involved with tends to break. So I just have to accept. I do feel like I am turning into my mother, though, and I do remember about five years ago when my mum. We were talking about what our New Year's resolution was going to be, and my mum just went, "I am going to find out what a Kardashian is." <laughs> and I was like, "I've got, Aww. I've got to that stage where I'm just walking around going, I don't know what popular culture is. I don't know what that means. I don't know what the words are." I don't yeah. fully understand. With TikTok, I don't really understand because it seems to be people just mouthing. So isn't it, I'm like, is it? Is this not just karaoke? Is that what I, this is? Yeah, yeah, but without the singing, I think. Right. Just so lip sync. It's just, it's just, just lip, lonely lip sync. And where, where whatever you do, there's people, there's versions of you doing it to the sides of you as well. That's all I've been able to gather off of it. It's just thousands of you. God, it's narcissism gone mad. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's very funny. It's just one of those things where you're like, oh, I can't be fucked to learn how to use this new form of it. It's it, it's already I'm already work. It's taken me 10 years not to be shit at stand up comedy. Stop making me try and learn new skills. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm still working on the stand up. So I'll just concentrate on that for now. <laughs> in, the, in the isolation yeah, yeah. of my own house. <laughs> <laughs> um so we've we're both isolating with our kids so mm. we're eating something well i've maybe i think i've maybe cheated a bit on the brief but the brief was we decided we'd eat something that our kids have made us and you have done brilliantly what have you got what have you got there so to i try? have i have a slice of white bread yeah um <laughs> mothered <laughs> in margarine and toasted or al it dente? is toasted but um oh, okay my daughter did say to me, um, do you want it like, because she was going, I don't like it dark, dark. So I just think a little bit toasted, i.e. she didn't want to have to wait 
for the toaster to do the full <laughs> toasting. <laughs> How old is your daughter? <laughs> She's six, but she did say to okay. me, if the lady what you're talking to thinks that this is not really cool, then can you tell her that I'm three? But if she thinks... <laughs> I like the sound of this young woman. She's like, but if she does think it's really cool, then can you tell her I'm six? I'm really into zoology. I was like, oh, okay. Um, this is so amazing. Like one of those comedians that pretends <laughs> it. This it was actually just my third gig. You're like, oh. <laughs> well, I, then you're amazing. I've only been going a week. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, congratulations on being nominated. Yeah, it's really amazing because I've only been going four days. But yeah. um, some people have just got it, babe. Some people oh, have just got God. it. So it's kind of like floppy toast, smothered in nice. margarine. And then it's covered in um, cake sprinkles. Um, and then in the middle is one of those chocolate I- circles that have sprinkles on them that you normally get in pick and mix. And that's kind of like the, the cherry on the cake. This that is, was I don't piece, know what it's yeah, called. Uh, obviously there'll be a photograph with the podcast and this yours will have to be the main photograph. <laughs> it's uh, what is it called? It cut, it's the same brand that do those little chocolate mice, isn't it? And yeah. You get white it, like, ones. It's basically and, sort and of ones. quite shit chocolate, isn't it? But it, is, it looks amazing for kids. Yeah. It's, and it's got like multicolored sprinkles on it. I, like I can't a, think it's what it's like called. A kind of, it's a poor man's milky bar button or whatever they're called. Why, button, why does it, do, maybe it doesn't have a name. On top. Hundreds maybe thousands. it doesn't have a name. Doesn't yeah. Have a name. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but I think it's a thing. Like, I think lots of people are quite into sprinkles on toast. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's American <laughs> Sorry, that, or Australian. That way more. <laughs> way I know, more I like direct. that. <laughs> I was like, what? what? I, I didn't say the earth is flat. Um, yeah, well, I have got uh, I've got the fussiest version of a cupcake I've ever had, but Ooh. I feel really bad because I uh, I think I got carried away when I said to you, "Should we do something our kids have made us?" I had just got my kids to successfully help me with a dinner for the first time ever. We had this crispy pasta bake, but it was a piece of piss. It was like a tray bake I found on a Instagram video. <laughs> And um, uh, but he chopped all the mushrooms. He chopped all the mozzarella, and he stirred everything. He did all the tipping in, and it's uh, the most he's ever helped with anything. He just loses patience, and he couldn't give a fuck. And, and and so off the back of that, I was like, well, let's do this. But then when it came to baking something for this morning, I thought I'd make like some breakfast muffins. He um, he's he's absolutely contributed fuck all to these, and it's yeah. why they'll be quite nice. He he's <laughs> why yours will taste nice. <laughs> Yeah, it it take it. Um, they're like a meringue, blueberry cupcake thing. Oh, that creme, sounds creme nice. Fraiche. I'm really. I would creme fraiche. Check you out. Oh yeah. fucking hell! I want your breakfast. Mine looks like a. Sorry. Well, you've actually met the brief. I think I'd be. Oh. Um, if this was Great British Menu, I'd be thrown off for. Um, yeah, but if my son was helping me, I would be. I mean, my son just. Well, yeah, he's not interested. He's not going to get involved in that. It's only because she's she's. She's actually into it. She's actually into it. But to the point where, when, you know, when you just want to cook and you're like, right, yeah. I just need to get the tea done and she'll just come in and like go, oh, can I help? And those words make uh, my stomach just drop and you're like, no, just let oh, me get on God. with it. I just need to cook this in 10 minutes. I don't need to yeah. fucking yeah. watch while oh, you spray God. egg all over the wall. <laughs> 
also, especially when eggs were a bit precious, I've never been so like, he's like, can I crack it? And you're like, no! <laughs> Those are also words that make your heart sink. Can I crack yeah. the egg? Oh, oh no. And it's you know, their filthy little hands have just smashed their way into the middle of it. And just they just shell everywhere. Shell. Yeah. Fucking you're, shell. Well done. You're doing really well, darling. No, my son won't so get nice. involved in that. He won't get involved in that. He's not interested. Well, I mean, if there's some spoon or bowl licking action, sometimes yeah. I get a bit of participation. But as a rule, uh, it's so dependent on his mood. He's got his, he's, I'm afraid he's got his mother's terrible temperament. So it's absolutely no way of telling how useful he's going to be in a focused <laughs> environment. <laughs> until you, until you're trying, in a focused trying to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I've just started eating mine. Sorry, I'm so impatient. I, I no, found actually on. one of my my biggest flaws in doing a podcast about eating is I can't start talking about eating without starting eating. But I'm desperate to know whether yours is edible. Um, I'm just kind of like picking off the odd sprinkle. Okay, you're not bringing yourself to have a bit of the actual <laughs> soggy old toast. I'm not. I, yeah, it's the sogginess of the toast. I think. To be I'm fair, I think there's other circumstances where I'd really. Coffee. Oh yeah, good. I, I was, I'd uh, I'd try and bully you coffee. into tasting that for the sake of the podcast. But actually, I think we can all really clearly imagine what that tastes like. <laughs> Why is everything they do like moist? Why are they always uh, they're always shoving moist things into your mouth, and you're just uh, always like, hmm. It's always like moist fingers or moist. Uh, like, there's a photo my mate took of me once, and it's just when we're round a friend's house, and my son's just raged this toy thermometer into my mouth going take temperature take temperature and you're like oh and it's moist i don't even know which child this thermometer's been in yeah (laughs) so yes everything that yeah they are a kind of very soggy (laughs) uh soggy group of people children so yeah it's it's not the most appetizing i've got to say no fair enough well if it's any consolation i made these cupcakes yesterday and um they were a good 80% nicer yesterday. Okay. It's a, they've gone a little bit dusty today. Dusty. <laughs> I'm not... Um, what lovely not, I mean, like, adjectives to describe know, our food. We've yeah. <laughs> got some moist, moist dusty... Moist, moist toast. <laughs> Whereas the cake that should have been moist, very claggy. Very claggy. <laughs> but, like you could use it to fill a hole not in like, a sexy way. But oh. the blueberries are nice. I think blueberries are... Um, I think blueberries are levelled up by having been cooked. Right. Okay. It's one of the most middle class things I've ever said, but yeah. I mean it. Yeah. Also, when I say the cake isn't as good as it was yesterday, I'm still putting it away. It's a really nice yeah. late breakfast, actually, isn't it? A, a whole fucking cake. Um, how's whole, that? It's, very med- it's very Mediterranean <laughs> to have a whole cake. It's, is like, it? You know, yeah. You know, when you go to um, Italy and stuff, they'll just have like slabs of chocolate cake for breakfast. The fuck? Really? Yeah, coffee, I knew you had like coffee and cake. entire bowls of coffee and hot chocolate in France. I didn't know you got cake in Italy. Yeah. When we went to Italy, I was just like, this is just like, and everyone, and the thing is everyone just eats properly, but they, it's just reduced portions. So it's like slab of cake yeah. for breakfast is fine. A pizza for lunch yeah. is fine, but like the dough's thin or the cake. So it's all just about portion control. Eat, wait, what the fuck you want? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> diet, absolutely. Diet guide by Esther. Just do yeah. eat what the fuck you want. Stop oh, I'm big, in, I'm big into um. I, I, I'm I have to be in the mood for cake, but I'm big into me, like normal dinners for breakfast. Oh, yeah. always have been. Always have been. Always will be. I'd have, not... in the on the right day. I'd have a, a curry for breakfast. Oh, that's how do you feel idea. about 
the one thing I've, where somebody was testing me and I was like, oh no, you found my boundary, was um, soup. I think once I tried to have soup for breakfast and was like, no, oh, what's happened? I thought no, I I, see, I'm not a soup fan anyway. Okay, fine. I'm not a huge soup fan. Like when I'm really hungry, I don't mind it as like a starter or um, even like an accompaniment, but I'm yeah. not somebody who's like, oh, I'm really hungry. Let's just have a warm soup. It's not yeah. my, even the word soup. Shit word, isn't it? It is. It's a very kind of fubbergy word. Yeah, bad PR. <laughs> Don't know who started the marketing for soup, but that's soup. so true. Also, I really like that. Yeah, that, that if someone said, I'm really hungry, what do you want? You'd be like, well, more than that. Yeah, I don't, I don't want a bowl yeah. of soup. I want something that will fill me yeah, up. Yeah, I, do, I don't want a slightly bigger drink that I have yeah. to have really slowly because I can't slurp it. It's like, it's like when you're out with people... Um, when we were up in Edinburgh and we'd been out like walking for hours and I was like, I'm so hungry. And the guy that I was with went, would you like an apple? I've got an apple in my bag. And I was like, that is the most unsatisfactory thing you could ever want. (laughs) It's like, no, I'd like to stop and get some chips, please. Or (laughs) something substantial. I don't want the apple fished out from the bottom of your bag, which is really ungrateful (laughs) of me to... To respond with, but but yeah, I was. Uh, I know it's uh, it's like you know when you go to a restaurant. Like I think the point of an appetizer is it's meant to like taste amazing and make you realise how hungry you are and make you really excited about the mains and make you realise that you need the na- the mains. Yeah. But when you've just like got genuinely knackered and you know you're properly starving, you don't want a fucking appetizer no. apple, do you? No. Like, no, I don't want to be tortured into realising that I've I've had. Uh, like uh, a tenth of my hunger met. Yeah, no, I want, a, I want yeah. a substantial put, yeah. pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pie, pie's a good one. I'm really yeah. into pies at the moment. Oh, are you making yeah, them? I'm are you into pies? cooking? Talk to me about lockdown eating generally. You ba- Are you cooking more than you would normally? Yeah, I know I you eat more. <laughs> yeah, me too. At home quite a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm eating way better than I normally would because obviously, really? yeah, I've even um, lost a little bit um, because, I mean, to be fair, I did suddenly balloon because the moment I was gigging more up and down the country, I often people stay places, don't they? But I'm like, no, I've got to be back from Birmingham to do the school run the next day. I've got to be, I can't really stay over because I've got to come back and sort the kids out. So yeah, yeah. I was travelling up and down the country, getting these like midnight trains back and God knows oh, what. Mate. And so I was constantly picking up like wasabis, McDonald's, all these kind of crap food on the way back, just anything. I just, I'm starving and eating so late at night. <coughs> and yep. by not doing that over lockdown and cooking proper meals. Oh, what you mean you've lost weight? I've Yeah, I've seen kind oh, of right. just like de-bloated quite a bit. <laughs> Um. <laughs> do you think I think there's an element of um, oh I don't know like I feel like our bodies if you're a comedian and you're a working comedian who travels a lot like mm. you cannot really have any sort of routine even if no. you were like even if you were so organised or desperate to be in control of exactly what you ate when you'd kind of end up going okay well I've got to eat at half six then that will mean eating something processed because you'll be on the move yeah, by then. Or I you'll know. be full of adrenaline and you won't enjoy it. Like, I'm telling you. Yeah, you can't eat before because you're kind of nervous and then there's the yeah. like mad hunger on the way back and then you're tired. Yeah. Uh, literally, and, uh, on lockdown, sort of first routine time of now. food in years. <laughs> 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 literally, two years of processed shit has come out and I'm like, oh, oh. Lord, the relief. <laughs> 
That's your lockdown bin. Wow, <laughs> I really shat. I really Oh, shat. I have shat like a motherfucker. Oh, I have, shat. Oh, Lord, I have burst. Yeah, I, I think this is a, um, the, the, the routine or the, the stability of this the, re- oh, the regularity of the stuff that we're doing. Yeah, yeah I think there is... Um, Sleeping? I don't know, yeah. I've not noticed any change in my bod. I, don't, I, I pay very scant attention to that sort of stuff anymore. But I, um, I'm aware of the rest. Like, I'm so aware now if I, don't, if I haven't had enough sleep. Because there's no reason yeah. for me not to have. You know, yeah. I just go to bed early. You don't, yeah. You're not working. Just go yeah. to bed earlier. Or, I, and I can feel it in my skin, the rest. Yeah, definitely. Um, Definitely. And the sunshine, I'm lucky to have. I just noticed that it got to like Christmas time and I'd been gigging so hard where I'd just been travelling so much that I really did notice just like I wasn't really feeling. Because I do understand, you know, how good your body feels on good food. And I just wasn't eating good stuff. And I was like, you know, when you literally feel like really claggy and sweaty. (laughs) Just like everything about you is like red. So it's have... like you're saying earlier, I think, about moderation, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. I can't wait. I also, in the same breath as saying all this pious stuff about how great it is and we're eating so wholesomely, it's like, I also cannot fucking wait to get a Nando's. Oh, see, I am not fussed about a Nando's. Oh, really? I am not, not... not a chicken fan. Like, I, no, well, games... I get the chicken. I get their super green salad thing. It's so fit. Sorry, Jess. Sorry. Sorry. Are you... Are you about You're to, telling are you me hanging up. That... <laughs> I don't eat meat. Imagine if you just really had the slamming meat. of the, the slamming of the laptop. And done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> End meeting for all. <laughs> um, no, I don't get it's not healthy. I get like corn on the cob covered in butter and uh halloumi and the well, it is person healthy. that I've ever met who's like, I'm really into going to Nando's for a salad. That's like saying I absolutely love a KFC salad. It's I just like, don't eat meat. Very often. No, I'm not a big meat fan. And I'm not a big I'm the whole chicken thing. Like I, somebody gave me this voucher and it was like you can spend a hundred pounds and they listed all the restaurants we could spend 100 pounds and my husband who is born and bred on a council estate did the classic council estate response and just went oh my god 100 quid at nando's and i was like whoa he was whoa, like whoa, do you whoa, know whoa, how whoa, much whoa. chicken we could get at nando's and i was like oh that sounds like a really lovely night me watching you devour 100 <laughs> quid's worth of chicken <laughs> if i mm, if i wasn't ooh, moist darling. before i'm definitely <laughs> now thinking of watching um, that little visual treat so are you doing the bulk of the cooking in your gaff at the moment uh, or is it being shared with you and your other half and what is it like lockdown eating like with kids are they have you got are your kids good eaters are they so uh, oh that gets it just gets exhausting i think trying to feed I've only got one kid and and just the planning is tiring actually. It is. Well, okay, so my husband is a weekend chef, he's a show chef. So mm-hmm. and he's because the weather's been all right, he's been just barbecuing. And I've been nice. going literally like some kind of wartime bride. I've been going down and queuing at the fishmongers. Nice. Um but I've been getting fresh squid uh, <sighs> massive prawns and we've been oh. barbecuing I've been marinating prawns and squid and we've been doing like barbecue calamari and prawns and it's been absolutely oh, wow. uh, amazing so my kids have been eating that which has been quite uh, quite good <clears throat> that's at the weekends but during, during the week I've kind of gone a little bit vegan 
Um, Have you? Yeah, because I'm not a massive meat fan. So I'll make I'll make stuff for the kids and for himself, which is meat. But I've been um, I've been doing a lot of like um, Korean uh, cooking. I'm now following this woman. What's she called? She's called like Manchi, and she's got a channel on YouTube, and it's right. really easy to follow. I mean, she is brilliant because she is the loudest. And what woman. it's like vegan Korean food. Yeah, but well, she does. She does some like chicken and fish, but she does. I've just been doing a lot of her like tofu or replacing mm. what she does with chicken with tofu. So I've been doing Ooh. like um, tempura tofu or tofu with noodles or soups with tofu, um, and using like different marinades. But she is so good to follow on YouTube because she's a she dresses amazingly. She's always got huge flowers in her hair and like. <laughs> <laughs> really loud dresses and she's the size of my thumb and she's really oh. loud and she's just like there you do this there you do that and you've got to follow it at a really quick pace um nice. but the food is awesome wicked it's awesome. So oh, sounds nice. when will your kids eat korean food no my kids will eat fish no. fingers and uh, no, actually okay. my daughter is quite good at going at least i'll give it a try so she'll yeah, always yeah, give it yeah. a try she's um we've been growing quite a lot of stuff so we've just come we've just got our first crop of artichoke and i did artichokes and my daughter Ooh. was like my son just looked at her and was like no it's green so fuck you yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> how old is he my son's four so yeah, not okay. how old your boy four. four yeah yeah so he's not i see like some little boys and eating you know trout and avocado and my son's just like Sorry, unless it's chips or what's it, you can seriously uh, do one. Um, Amazing. But he will eat random little bits of Lebanese food that he's okay. so used to from birth. So he will eat um, like falafel, hummus, um, yeah. tahini, that type of thing. He'll homemade kebabs. He'll eat those till the cows come home. My daughter will oh. give everything a try, but she's just discovered artichoke and is now making me steam an artichoke with a lemon and olive oil dip. <gasps> Whoa, that yeah. is a swanky six-year-old. She needs to she needs to know that. Didn't get that she for needs my breakfast to... though, did I, Jess? That no, kind of thinking didn't. didn't go into my breakfast. No, I've got you sprinkles get... and modge on top. Homegrown steamed fresh artichoke with <laughs> lemon and olive oil. She yeah. need, if that's the sort of stuff she's asking for for lunch, she needs to um she needs to what like know that she, whatever you do, so <laughs> lean in, stop telling people you're three and doing amazingly for a three year old. <laughs> you're doing amazingly for a six year old, mate. That is an extraordinary Don't. palette you've got on yourself. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the <laughs> most amazing. But she will, she will just sit and devour whatever's put in front of her. To be fair, that's she's very a good cool. Eater. Yeah, yeah oh, it's like an absolute luck of the draw, doesn't it? Whatever combination of tongue and brains you end up with on a kid as to whether oh. or not they're going to be into what you do. My um, my kid's always been amazing and eat, will, eat, will try anything, That's same awesome. deal really, not necessarily yeah. eat it. But um, he chose sort of the middle of lockdown to just get really angry about if something wasn't. And really rude, actually. <laughs> Oh, the rudeness really, has gone through the really room. Really verbally, yeah. really, really bossy, really disdainful, <laughs> disgusting. This is disgusting. <laughs> and I can't even, I cannot even, I was like, it's pasta and you like pasta. And he's like, stop saying it's pasta because you know full stop well. There's three, there, there might be pasta there, but there's also three things I hate. I'm not even, I don't even need to try it because I know I hate it. And I everything on that is something I hate. 
Stop I'm not even hungry for this. Pasta. And a lot of that. And he'll say, I'll, I'll do that thing, you know, you're supposed to like role model. So I like take a bite and be like, oh, mm, this is delicious. And he'll go, well, it's not delicious for me. It might be delicious for you, but it's not delicious for me. We're not having the same time. You know, just basically throwing logic in my face again and again and again. Infuriating. I love that. Stop saying it's pasta. And I get stop a lot of this. Do you it. get, um, stop saying that it's pasta. I mean, it was pasta, but it absolutely covered mm. in vegetables. Um, he, um, uh, he says to me, um, I'm just not hungry for mains. Just which not hungry means, for mains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what they do is they go, I'm not hungry. You put down the main dish. So my son will go, I'm yeah. not hungry. So, and then he just slowly yeah. pushes it away. Not, not hungry. So I'll just, and then. Once we How do finished. you deal with that? Do you do the whole like, okay, that's cool. Well, it's yeah. like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So I just go, that's absolutely fine. You don't have to eat that, but you're not having yeah. anything else. Um, but then we all eat and then we finish and then we'll have, you know, our dessert and he'll just go, yeah, now I'm hungry. So that's what I'll be having now. Say scrum diddly umptious. No. And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Have you eaten or drunk anything particularly lockdown-y, like something that you would or wouldn't have had Norm in normal times, so perhaps a weird combination of things or something out of the back of the cupboard that you'd have never normally gotten to. Yeah, we've gotten through pretty much all the tins. So we, we went through a bit of a phase of having a, like almost a wartime diet. It was right. just like, right, and for, for d- dessert, we're all going to have rice pudding. Uh, right. Because there was the tin of that in the back of the in the back of the cupboard, uh, yeah. just kind of uh, as you just said earlier, uh, lots of dusty food. So we're just dusting down food. Um, so rice pudding was something that I don't think I've ever, I don't know if I've ever had it before, you know. Yeah. But there was a tin of it in the I back. I think I have. It's not. Not since childhood. Do you know, I'm, I'm, not in, I'm not drawn to the idea of we, sweet rice, sweet no, sloppy rice. I'm not. And do you know what? We've never had it because my granddad was a prisoner, a Japanese prisoner of war. And oh he, was, he was building the, he was on the Burma railway. And he said, all we got was one. And he came back from, from. Um, 
from the Second World War. He was like four stone something. It was in yeah. he, he was in hospital for a long time. But he used to tell us stories as kids about how he all they got was like this tiny bowl of rice a day. That's all they got. And then an aid plane came over and dropped parcels of food and everyone was scrabbling for food. And he said by the time he got there, all that he got was a tin of rice pudding. And he was like, <gasps> well, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I mean, he had no. a good sense of humour about it. So that story has stopped us. So my, we never had rice pudding growing up. My mum never bought rice pudding. But my husband yeah. is like, oh, I like a bit of rice pudding. So he bought a tin of rice pudding ages and ages and ages ago and it sat at the back of the cupboard. But now it's come out and the kids are like, this is brilliant. Oh, they like it. I'm pleased. Like it. It's all so sweet and creamy. How could you not? They, um, Does it um, like vomit but, though? Or discharge? Oh, does it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh, sorry, God. but it's true. Oh, she went there. She I know. I'm you sorry. I'm sorry, but it looks like something that should be. In oh a well, I don't. Sex I did. Anybody, anybody listening to this isn't going to eat that again. Um, I <laughs> and we can pretend it's in memory and honour of your really granddad. Sorry, and not just a thought of some cat. Yeah, pants. Yeah. Um, I um. I want to know whether you got through the tins because you guys were shielding. Did one of you, did you guys have symptoms or you just were like, should we just get through this tin, tin store? We'll get through the when tin else store. Are we gonna do yeah, it? also yeah. because the queues at the supermarket were just mental. Oh, the only yeah, supermarket yeah. that hasn't really had queues is uh, Aldi. Uh, what? The, We've yeah. had the opposite in Catford. Oh, really? Like, all the other supermarkets have managed their sort of people going in and out pretty well. Like their queues might look massive, but they go down so quick. But Audi, it's calmed down, I think, now. But, oh, like I, three times I've walked or driven into that car park and gone, no, it's sort of loop-de-loop, yeah. yeah. No, so we'll, it's a we day trip, basically. We, <laughs> day trips with Audi. Yeah. We've, uh, we've, we've been all right with Audi. So we've pretty much all you can get from Audi is tins, but with all really <laughs> obscure names. So instead of like yeah. tin spaghetti, it's like tins, I don't know. Spagotta. Spagotta or, you know. Tinned, <clears throat> yeah. Long pastas, long sticks of pasta turned wet pasta in orange straws. Sauce. Yeah, pasta yeah. straws in orange glaze. Um, so we've, my husband came back from, he did the shopping by himself, which is always a risky strategy. And he came back with a lot of, um, about a thousand and one types of beers. Um, he was really excited by the <laughs> price of beer. So he came back with a lot of beer and then a lot of tins of obscured right. name stuff. So we've had, I'm not joking, in my cupboard now, there's probably about 47 cans of spaghetti spagotta. Um, and uh, so kids have got into that. So spaghetti on toast is something that I've yeah. not really had. Rice pudding. Um, <clears throat> also been trying to do homemade cocktails. So uh, got a bottle of tequila and been doing a few uh, homemade mojitos. Nice. Mm. Do they taste all right? Yeah, they're good. I mean, knock you for six. Oh, so nice. well, that's exactly black out, the point. Black out a few days. Uh, get yeah. through the lockout quicker. It's whizzing past. They call them um, quarantinis. These homemade cocktails. Oh, are, are they? Making. Yeah. Get them Where did you learn that on TikTok with all your young people? <laughs> Do you know what? It's probably on the opposite. I think it's on a Radio 4 panel show. (laughs) Couldn't be more the fucking opposite, could it? Um, You mentioned Lebanese stuff earlier and that even your son will eat some of that. So can you talk to me about eating growing up for you and um, and maybe about Lebanese eating culture? Because I need to to know. I know nothing. Have you had Lebanese food before? 
I must have had Lebanese food. I have definitely had Lebanese food before in restaurants in London. Yeah. But I don't know whether that's a good, you know, whether that's okay. okay. I mean, I've been to Comptoir Lebanese. (laughs) (laughs) And probably a few more independent ones in Soho. <laughs> but don't think it counts. I feel like it's someone saying, "Have you have you eat like have you American been to was like have you had yeah have you had, or no if American was like have you had a have you had a beef have you had like a proper hamburger and I'd be like yeah I've been to Morley's yeah I don't know <laughs> um, well Lebanese I mean it's quite similar to like Greek and Turkish um, so it's very kind of meats and fishes fishes fish would be the plural. Um, <laughs> My spelling and my ability to speak has literally deteriorated before my age. Oh, me too. I'm me sat too. down trying to homeschool my kids and they're like, how do you spell science? And I'm like, oh, sir, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. It doesn't matter. We'll never leave this house. You don't need to know about Who science. Cares? Who cares now? I know. It's just all, it all it's all gone to shit. Um, so it was, so I would have, my mum is, um, born and bred on uh in newcastle right so my mum was very much meat and two veg right uh so that it would be those types of things uh monday to friday and then my dad again he was like the weekend chef and weekend he would literally cook the entire weekend and that's when we'd have so you have you start off your meal with a full-on um uh well we, we pronounce it um mesa but Meze, so it'd be like hummus, babaranoush, which is obviously the ground up Mm. um, aubergine with tahini. Oh, I love that. Yeah, then you've got like the hummus with shawarma, which is like meat on top of the um, hummus, but it's like really, 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 really finely pureed. So it's like a paste. Um, Salad, so you've got like fetouche, which is salad with um, deep fried pita bread. Then you've got tabbouli, which is with wheat. So you've got all your different salads, all your different spreads. And then you don't use, you can use bread, which is hummus which is like a bread that's filled with air oh so it's like a so didn't think you were gonna i thought you were gonna say a solid thing then i was so ready (laughs) for you to say a bread bread that's filled with nothing a bread that's filled with ideas (laughs) a bread that's filled with hope yeah absolutely fuck all that bread's filled with can't wait to try that <laughs> it's the way it bakes, so it rises, so it's almost oh, like see. so when you open it, it's warm and and then I'm joking, you, and like I yeah, I love an aero. Uh, yeah, well air, there you air, go. Air, air, air is really important in in eating. Yeah, um, lovely. But um, but also use lettuce. <laughs> this is also very light and unappealing. But also using like lettuce leaves instead of bread, mm. so it's lighter. Mm. So you're not getting too filled up. And then you have your meat. So you'd have kafta grilled fish and then you have that with rice which is uh, baked with like um what i uh like vermicelli the little noodley oh nice i so know what you mean yes i've yeah. definitely tried that were well, they a bit crispy yeah and so yes, they're crispy yeah. in the rice and, and then sometimes you have like ground nuts as well on the rice um oh, and nice. then just, and the rice is baked did you yes. say yes so you do. Fit. So you cook the rice and then it's baked with the noodles and and the nuts and the oil and. Uh, I've done garlic. that. I've done. I've done rice like that from Ottolenghi recipes. Is he a bit uh, Lebanese? Who's he? Let me have a look. Ottolenghi. Yotam Ottolenghi. I think he's got like mixed heritage, and so he mixes and he mingles it all up in his recipes. But Yotta he's done a lot of baked. Maybe like his Israeli, which would be similar, I guess. Yotta. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. I 
complicated politically. I'm just going <laughs> go, I mean, no, to Google food, him now. Israeli food will be um, very similar to Lebanese in what in what they cook. But um, yeah, so it's it, it's and then every meal would always end with a lot of fruit. And he used right. to get very annoyed because he would spend ages peeling, you know, pomegranates to get all the individual yeah. seeds out. Oh, God, would he? So he would spend like ages getting all the pomegranate, peeling it all out, putting it in a huge bowl, ready to have at the end of the meal. And me and my sisters would just like come downstairs, hung over from the night before and be like, oh, man, just munch through this bowl of pomegranate. And he's like, why are you? You just are the worst things I've ever contributed to. And you're like, oh. really sorry, Dad. <laughs> Oh, oh God, it's a, all that food sounds so good, though. I know. Bang into it. I know. There's, um, there's a takeaway in Catford, and I, because I'm a complete piece of shit, I don't know the exact cuisine. I'm going to look it up. It's called Feyruz. Yeah, so that'll be Lebanese because she's a Lebanese okay. singer. Oh, well, then I've had. Um, oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, tell me about Feyruz the singer. Yeah, it's sign outside, says Lebanese street food. Well, yeah. I get a takeaway from there at least once a month. So I yeah. have Lebanese food at yeah. least once a month. So, um, so, yeah. And it feels like the baba ganoush is like different to any other I've ever yeah. had. Because it tastes like, um, it, it tastes like a, it's got smoke in it. Do you th- is it, do the aubergines go on the grill, griddle maybe? Yeah. Like where they do all yeah, the, so you grill- Oh my God, it's one of the best things. Yeah. And also, I mean, when you go to kind of like chains or things like that, they don't use enough lemon. They don't use enough garlic. You can tell them it just yeah. the thing is with Lebanese food is they either to get that kind of citrusy taste, they either use a huge amount of tomato and pomegranate or they use a huge amount of lemon. And yeah. you've got, I mean, when I first got together with my husband, he was like, sorry, why do we need to buy 75 lemons per week? I'm like, because we are not animals. And... <laughs> <laughs> And it's that or pomegranate picking. <laughs> what would you rather? Um, yeah. it, and it's that thing about having a salad with every meal. Like we never ever had a meal. Even if even if my mother made a roast dinner, there was still a pot of tahini and a salad on the table. It was oh, just you nice. did not have any meal. So there'd be some weird crossovers. Like in Lebanese food, they do a lot of like yogurt with potatoes. So everything's a cooked in yogurt. So you do a lot with cooked yogurt, like cooked mm. meatballs and yogurt, cooked rice with yogurt. So then that would cross over. So this is like where your mixed heritage just become very complicated. So my mother would make like, <clears throat> you know, roast potatoes. And there's my dad just like smothering it with yogurt. And my friends would come around and go, sorry, why are you eating <laughs> chicken and roast potatoes and then smothering your, your meal in plain yogurt? <laughs> You're just like, well. Oh, I'm into it. I'm into I, that. Because I understand taste. Um, yeah. But no, it was... Uh, I do feel like it gave me a good foundation with food. I bet, yeah. If you're going shopping for 75 lemons a week, yeah. um, does that mean you're making these these foods as well? I am you a into shit cook, Jess. I'm not... So, I, I don't I, believe it. No, but I genuinely feel like people have got like a natural flair for cooking. Right. And do you I, take joy from it? I love cooking. I do love cooking. Oh. Um, then I bet you're not a shit cook. Well, I I don't, I'm not able to do things just, like I look at my sister or my dad and they're able to just like go into a kitchen and go, right, I've got this, this and this, I'm just going to create this. I can't do that. I need a recipe. I need yeah. to be told what to do. It's probably because I'm also a little bit of, um, I get quite nervous about fucking things up. 
Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to mess this up. I would be too nervous. I don't have that confidence, the culinary confidence to just go, right, oh, that would go with that. So I need I need a recipe. And on lockdown, I have been demanding quite a lot of recipes from my dad, but my dad refuses to write anything or text anything. So he just rings up and lists what I need to do very quickly, very loudly, and then slams down the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of hoping you don't remember. I love that everything has to be a secret. But it's like, well, I'll do it if I can shout it really fast. (laughs) It's, it's, It's like... Oh, I love it. Really well, that, a helpful type of oral tradition. People are so romantic, aren't they, about yeah. the oral tradition of recipe sharing in different cultures. You'd be like, fuck off. It's really unhelpful, actually. It's like a terrible... Or yeah. they're really patronising as well. Like, my dad will be like, and then you have to peel the onion. And I'm like, oh, really? Do you? Because <laughs> I've managed to get to this age without ever understanding that. But it's really important that a man comes into my life and explains that an onion must be peeled. I love it that he whizzes through all the important <laughs> stuff, but will stop to tell you that you, had, you you must remember to breathe in and out. I know. Well, I mean, it's because I'm half English as well, so he has to he has to make sure that I understand how to peel an onion because obviously, being half English, he's like you don't understand the real yeah. way to get the flavors. So it's well, very we've all seen Bob, Jim, and Ian just chomping yeah. on an onion well, like I it's know. an apple. They don't I know. know. I know. We, we just although, don't know. We don't know what to do with an onion. I mean, although. I have watched my dad nearly fall to his knees and cry as he has spent all day slaving over a an amazing meal of different dishes. And then my husband's just come in and gone, oh, this looks great. And then dolloped a load of tomato ketchup in the middle of it. And my dad has literally gone, <gasps> oh, dear. But uh, do you know oh, what, though? Dear. I've kind of always overlooked that. But now I'm on lockdown and I'm cooking a lot more. When yeah. he does that, and I've cooked something, like even if it's just like making a lasagna with the kids, when he comes in and he's like, right, tomato ketchup, and you're like, that is so offensive. I never really got yeah. how offensive it was until yeah, I it remember get, I remember somebody getting really, actually early on in this podcast, somebody had cooked something for me and I added salt without asking because I'm obsessed with salt, like addicted. Basically. No, I'm addicted and, to um, salt, yeah. And, um, and she was just like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? You haven't even tried it. And I was like, oh, God. Okay, that even that's really rude. But but ketchup, ketchup's way worse. I mean, yeah, way worse. It's not seasoning. It's sugar and vinegar and massive flavors. Everything. Well, it's it's going to change. It's going to change what you've made. Exactly. That's exactly. It. I don't think I, if someone went and put salt on it, I don't think yeah. I'd take that as offensively. Is that the right word? Again, we've established that I yeah. can't talk anymore. <laughs> Who cares? Everybody I'm, listening's lost the power to speak. And I'm literally sat anyway, here, hopefully. no bra, holding a soggy <laughs> piece of toast with yeah. sprinkles on it, just like... <laughs> <laughs> um, stand-up comedy will be amazing when we're eventually able to return to it. And I'm just, <laughs> just standing on stage going, hey, hey, what you are? Shut up! No, just, are those my feet? <laughs> Grey, hollow weird people standing uh, drooling isn't it going, uh, and then i um one thing that do you remember um oh god um so, um yeah <laughs> be, but but please go and support live comedy as soon as it's available again please um, do <laughs> um oh what was i gonna say about tomato ketchup no because it does completely it does completely distort yeah. the taste but he oh that's what i was gonna say i feel i don't know you finish saying that but no but he grew up in a household where tomato ketchup 
did just go with everything. So for him, yeah. he didn't see it as rude at all. But he literally was stood there poised with the tomato ketchup and he saw my face and he realised that if he did do that, he would be living in the shed for the next six weeks. So he gently put the bottle down. Oh, but good boy. I know. Well done. But I was just like, well, it is something very insulting to you cooking which takes a long period of time like fair enough if it's chips from the takeaway or whatever and you haven't put but it's standing in a kitchen putting everything together cooking it for someone to then come in and go and you're like oh yeah it's it's quite that's quite rude yeah yeah it is <laughs> right over. I, I think that and i think that the other thing that's, that's happened which follows on from that because you're not the first person i spoke to and i'm including myself in this i think um it's really hard in lockdown not to get a little bit um, needier about how appreciative you need the people you're <gasps> people to be. That's so <laughs> I, um, true. I've spoken to two friends who've had like massive, almost breakup level conversations with their partners because their partners weren't nice enough about something they made. It's so true. <laughs> you know, like the, where they'll make something and the partner will be like, yes, okay, like that. And they, But they, they from that, they've gone straight to like, what am I doing? I'm wasting my life with this person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. It's just, it's just like, well, oh, do you know what? If no. you're going to, if you're going to add ketchup yeah. to my lasagna, then yeah. I literally don't know what the last sixteen years have been. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember any happy times. Yeah, I think that's. Um, I think you're not the only person who is feeling like that, and I'm really glad that your partner put the ketchup down. Um, <laughs> oh, he knows. He knows. He knows. He's learnt. He's, He's bloody learnt. Um, oh, man. Or, or I'm going to ask you some sort of little quick fiery things, but like uh, hangover, have you got a go-to thing that you eat or drink that makes everything feel all better? Uh, yes. Uh, this is another weird one. Um, Thai sensation sweet chilli crisps dipped in yoghurt. Great. Oh, dip what? Just plain yoghurt? Yeah. I'm trying that. I've yeah. never tried that. that and a can of Diet Coke. Amazing. That is my hangover food. Yeah. That is my leave me to watch endless Real Housewives on the TV with my <laughs> massive, massive body size bag of these crisps and a pot of yoghurt. And do not Beautiful. talk to me until I've finished all of it, because only then will I feel human again. Glorious. Have I'm a joy. Had- I'm a joy. <laughs> I'm an absolute delight. <laughs> have you ever had a patch um where like in your life uh where yeah. for for any reason you ate the same thing every day oh yeah um i i'm quite like that any that anyway i become you? obsessed with one type of thing like i said to you oh, now i'm so obsessed you've got with like this korean thing. video right yeah. so i eat that every day i'm obsessed now with eating noodles with tofu and i'll eat that every day until i've sicken myself with it and then I move on to right. something else I what that is <laughs> what is that I don't You're know making... actually I don't know I think um <laughs> I don't know I think it's just a personality type thing isn't it I think I've got personality like, disorder I, I I I do you know what I think it's I don't know I, I have a thing where I like you I, I will wing recipes but um I sort of it uh, depends on what it is, but I sort of don't really look forward to winging recipes. I'd much rather, I love looking at recipes and I love cooking from recipes. Mm. Um, but I will do things like, uh, I, I very rarely cook the same thing twice, which has been oh, very annoying for, for several partners. But no, but it's, I think that it's the opposite of what you're doing though, isn't it? And and it's just as annoying for everyone around me. Like it's everyone's like, but that was really nice. But that must Can be really stressful, Jeff. Because we've got 
Oh, you've got your boy. Oh, so, I mean, I do, I do for him. Well, actually, yeah. Because I, I always thought, like, I do up, like you, bangers and mash loose for oh, him. Oh, that's a good, yeah, that's a good one. Like, so that, that's not true. I think, I think, I mean, things like, I do like a lasagna, but then I'd be like, oh, I'm not doing that again for months. That took ages. Do, I'll do you, misaka next time or I'll do it. You do know what I mean? Like, I, there has to be some variation in it or I feel like I'm in a, I'm in a horrible film or a trap. <laughs> <laughs> See, I it's just like the security weird. of everything just being the same. Just want and the I same. And I think your psychology there makes far more sense than mine. Like, no, what am I, I striving for? Why can't I just settle down? Why can't I settle down with one dish? What is, with what one is my dish? See, where, see, I'm a very committed, uh, I'm a very committed cuisine person, whereas in you're a cuisine slag. Yes, I'm absolute doggy knickers when but it did comes you, to Did cuisine. you, when you were growing up though, in your house, did your parents not have that kind of like these are the five meals that we have on rotation no ah, uh, okay. there'd be like a cooked breakfast that would happen most weekends oh lush um there would be i remember random things there were certain staple things my dad's mum was austrian so there would be some random austrian things like schnitzel and oh. clear soups and stuff like that that i remember they're the only things i remember with any regularity other than that and maybe roasts yeah um uh, uh, but my dad was away in the week and my mum worked shift as a nurse so i don't we didn't have like I didn't have like home cooking done. Okay. Really, apart from at weekends until okay. I was 11 and then I lived with just my mum. And then we, and then we did, but still she's, I'm exactly like her basically. Like we'll, we'll, we're perverts for recipe books. I, I, I've, I love looking That's at recipe books though. and planning things that I'm going to make. But it does mean that you're sort of always looking for new ones. But I, I do, she's got a couple of things that she makes that she'd call her signature dishes. Um, <laughs> she um, like there's a um, oh there's this mushroom this sat- Malay- Malaysian wedding mushroom satay thing <gasps> that she that just makes amazing. really I it is love really good, but she just makes it food. Blood. It's good, I really, isn't it? Yeah, so it really good. is good. But you, at the moment, you love it. Oh God, loving it like a right old don't know. But um, <laughs> don't know. What I was going with this. But um, when you said about. Uh, cooked breakfast this is something yeah. else that me and my husband do we call it a del boy tea nice oh like, you have it for dinner well we have it for dinner because yes always on only fools and horses they were always having like sausage beans toast you know cooked tomatoes nice. on like a friday night before they went out to the pub so occasionally me and my husband do a del boy tea fried bread the whole shebang nice mm. do, you even have black, do you even have black pudding do you know what? I was never a fan of black pudding. No, me neither. But I did like white pudding growing up. Oh. My mum used to do white pudding. <gasps> Fascinating. I've Have you had, had white I've pudding? I've never, ever tried white pudding in my life. Is it I a Geordie even... thing that? Yeah, it's, well, yeah. So my mum always... Or a always, Northeastern thing. It must be. I don't even know what white pudding is, because black pudding is the blood, which always put me off. But yeah. what's in white pudding? It kind of looks like... Um, I mean, it's not going to be more dubious than whatsoever's in a fucking sausage. So there's no, no. S- the psychology of it is batshit. Yeah. Um, oh, it's still it's... awful. Oh, right. Okay. You've had a Google. Yeah, I've had a Google. But um, it's definitely, I never, to be fair, I never tried black pudding. So I don't, 
I can't cop it. It just never appealed. Like the moment as a child, no. the moment it was like, this is pig's blood. I was like, yeah, no, I'm all right. It's like in Lebanon. I've tried to like it. I've desperately tried to like it. And it's, I can't. What's oh, that in Lebanon? But in Lebanon, they'll like have sheep's testicles and it doesn't matter. Like the moment you know what it is, you're like, no, I'm, I'm all right, actually. Although my sister, when I was probably about 11 and she was 14 and she decided she was going to go vegan. And we went to Lebanon and we went to this restaurant and me and my dad told her that the sheep's testicles were potatoes. <gasps> and did she gobble them up? She ate one. And as she was eating it, no, this is the worst bit. As she was eating oh, it, no. she was going, are you sure these are potatoes? Because they just taste really eggy. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, no. And my dad was like, oh. yeah, no, it's just the way they do it. And she was like, I, don't, I just feel like it's got a weird... Mm. And honestly, she didn't speak to us for a long time. She was such an animal activist and vegan and yeah, yeah. That was an arsehole. That was an arsehole move on our part. That was an arsehole move. Quite funny funny. to watch her chow down on a bull bag. (laughs) 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 mm. Oh god! But also, I mean, I suppose at least some solace from her animal activist vegan sentiment is that hopefully no sheep has ever been killed specifically so that someone could eat its ball sack no that is an afterthought that the is whole and that thing. is a hundred percent using that sheep up that is you you've taken one for the team yeah and you've you've made whatever edible parts of that sheep that it was actually killed for or, or died for naturally and well, now you've you, you've done something very given by making sure that it's nut sack didn't go to waste. <laughs> and if you go to order your takeaway from Feyre's, then you yeah. can, you know, give it a try. Although I don't know if sheep's know. testicles right. are very much street food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I the idea that anywhere in Catford with a neon sign <laughs> saying Lebanese street food was going to sell me a, a sheep's a sheep snacker. But I'll have a look. I'll have a bloody look. I'll put it on. I'll get it on the to-do list. Yeah. I can't go my life not, not knowing TikTok. if that's an option. Yeah. Learn, learn TikTok. TikTok. Friday. Saturday. Yeah. Look up. Sheep nut. <laughs> I am all right for sheep nuts. Schools and playgrounds have been empty, but because of that, they have grown sentient, but they've got terrible abandonment issues because of the lack of attention. And they all go really weird and start doing things like becoming comedians, like telling bad jokes, like way worse version of those virgin um, train toilets. Um, Whole buildings are being really needy and trying to cuddle all the teachers and children. But because they're buildings, they keep getting all the people and humans keep getting scraped or crushed. Um, The buildings keep crying all the time. It makes all the school roofs really pointless because they're all wet inside anyway. Also, the swings and roundabouts get really slippery from the... Anyway, it's a disaster, Uh, especially because we need to put our kids back in these spaces as soon as possible. So it's terrible these spaces are being useless. Luckily, the schools and playgrounds have agreed to get therapy and work on themselves and everything will be great again, but only if you... And really, it does have to be you. Uh, Do a 1,500-metre double-child piggyback it sounds impossible, but you do it. You're the hero of all people forever and ever and ever. So obviously you're knackered, you're starving. Uh, your reward is the going down in history as a hero of who saved our playgrounds and schools for all time. Like your place on Wikipedia and in the history books is set, but your reward in the moment is the feast of your dreams. Um, so I don't um, want anything to be ethical 
I don't care about the consequences of anything. Couldn't give a fuck about healthiness. I'm not interested in that. I want the most joyful possible feast of your life. And it doesn't even have to be possible, any of this. I'd love to know that in, if in your happiest, highest, hungriest state, what you would have if anything was possible and nothing had any consequences to eat, to drink. And if there's a who, with and where, then who, with and where. Okay, after I'd done my double piggyback for 1,500 yeah. metres... Yeah, smashed it. it. I've smashed it out the park. I would want to go to Edgware Road and get a lamb shawarma drizzled in feck loads of tahini and a can of Coke. And um, I would go with my dad. Oh, oh, because I miss him. Oh, oh, Oh. That's, that's just made me well up oh sorry it's such it's a short and powerful sake. answer it's such a good answer it's also oh. made me really hungry it's made me hungry and yeah. i'm crying i'm just oh. i'm everything i'm everything all at the same no. time um, oh mate thank you thank you so much for doing this oh thank you for having me What a lovely episode. Thanks so much to Esther. Follow her on Instagram at Esther Manito, E-S-T-H-E-R-M-A-N-I-T-O. She's doing some really funny alternative pictionary on there a couple of times a week. Also, the podcast is doing some Instagram lives. Uh, They're a bit slapdash. They're normally around nine o'clock on a school night. Make sure you're following at the Hoovering Pod on Instagram and on Twitter to find out when the next one is. The next one will be the rescheduled one that I had to blow out annoyingly because of my kids' terrible behaviour with the amazing Sophie Hagen. Uh, If you've got any spare money, please support your local food banks in whatever way they prefer. Some of them prefer money, some of them prefer food. Um, If you've got even more spare money, check out Patreon patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and see how you can support the podcast if you've got time and you'd like to do some cooking for other people who are based in south east london have a look at quarantine.cooks on instagram because they're doing some amazing stuff that i've been joining in with when i've had time follow me if you want at jessica foster on twitter and instagram if you want to send me anything longer than a tweet you can do that through my website jessicafosterq.com Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey 96% replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.